Man, so you probably came here expecting a podcast, huh? Well, I just wanted to let you know that you're right. We do have a podcast lined up for you. And I'm sorry, that was so bad. But anyways, podcast coming up for you in just a second. By the way, I'm Grant for Podcast of the Day. And without further ado, let's get into today's podcast, which is called The Bittersweet Life. It's put on by two people, Katie Sewell and Tiffany Parks. And the podcast is all about exploring the life and wonders of an expat. If you don't know what an expat is, I can go to the Googles here and search it. But it is, for the most part, a person temporarily or permanently residing in a country other than that of their citizenship. So um, in this podcast specifically, uh, Tiffany Parks lives in Rome. And she intends to stay there as as long as possible, as well as Katie, who is planning to live in Rome for a year. So, obviously, Rome is, is one of their draws here. But anyways, it's, it's such a cool podcast because you get to hear from all sorts of people about what it's like to be an expat. And it makes you want to travel the world, to say the least. I've always been one to want to go anywhere and everywhere I can. Even though I haven't even made it out of the, out of the, out of the states yet, I really want to, at some point in my life, go travel the world, at least a little bit. And I know everyone says that, but I seriously do. And so listening to this podcast definitely got me inspired and, uh, and ready to get into it. So I hope it does for you, too. And let's listen to some clips. It's all coming from their latest episode called Arrival. Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life, and I'm Katie Sewell. I'm a public radio professional. I've been in the business nearly 20 years, though I did do something a little different. A few years ago, I quit my job as the senior producer of a daily two-hour morning show, and I moved to Rome for a year. That's where this show began, as I bumbled my way through my first expat experience, alongside Tiffany Parks. Tiffany is my co-host. She's a childhood friend and an expat living in Rome for about 12 years. She's also a writer, with her first book, Midnight in the Piazza, coming out in March 2018. Well, now I'm back in Seattle, and Tiffany is still in Rome, and we're still exploring, and, well, if you're me at least, you're frequently struggling. This show is a journey. For all of you explorers of the world, traveling or living abroad, permanently or temporarily, reminiscing about when you lived in a different culture, or looking for the next chapter after getting home. I hope you enjoy our company and the international authors, journalists, and expats that join us as guests. If you've never heard the show before, I encourage you to go back to the beginning and come along for the whole journey. Or jump around as soon as you get a sense of things. Most of all, we're really glad you're here. Welcome to Rome. This is The Bittersweet Life with Katie Sewell and Tiffany Parks. Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell, and I am currently in my car driving. Yes, I am holding a phone while I drive. I know. Sorry, I, I try not to do it. But I am driving to go see Tiffany, who has successfully arrived in the United States, in her old hometown of Seattle, and we are going to catch up with her in just a few minutes. But since I am recording this into a voice memo, who knows? Maybe we will hear from her right now. I'm Tiffany Parks, and I am at the house of the incredible, brilliant novelist and memoirist Suzanne Morrison, waiting impatiently 
for the arrival of my co-host and partner in crime, Katie Sewell, who is stuck in traffic. Hurry, Katie, hurry. Katie Sewell sitting here above the freeway in Seattle after spending over an hour's worth of time trying to get to where Tiffany currently is, which granted is closer than in Rome, but it is in Seattle, meaning that the traffic was so awful. Um, I just spent over an hour just trying to get around a lake to where our good old friend Suzanne from our youth lives and where Tiffany, Claudio, and her baby Aurelio are staying. Finally, finally at last made it. And uh, we are about to get out of the car and say hello to Tiffany Parks. Yes, that's right. Your co-host live from Rome here in Seattle for two brief days. So, let us go uh, accost her. I'm just as excited as could be, although a little bit more enraged than I might have been had I not just sat for an hour in traffic. Thanks, Seattle. Oh, let me put my headphones on so I can hear what I'm actually taping. How are you? I am so happy to be in Seattle. It is unreal. I'm just sitting out here in front of Lake Union, looking out at the float planes and the sailboats and watching the helicopters fly overhead and breathing in that fresh evergreen air and I'm just so happy to be here. Does it look the same what you've seen so far? It it feels busier but I don't know if that's just because I'm so aware of planes and trucks and, and helicopters now because I have a little boy who is obsessed with them so I notice them now so maybe it's just me uh, but I haven't seen much of the city since I've gotten here but I'm just oh, I feel like I've come home really. I know that sounds so corny but it's true. Well, you know, there are a thousand people, they say a thousand people a week move to Seattle now. So it is busier. A thousand people a week? We are boomtown right now. So how did you come to arrive? Is everything okay? Travel's been good? We have been having incredible travel luck, knock on wood. Everything's been going off without a hitch as far as the travel part. Our flight was on time. Everything went smoothly. I'm not suffering from any jet lag. It is incredible. Incredible. I have no jet lag. And even more incredible, I really doesn't seem to have any jet lag. Well, maybe it's because you're coming this way. Do you think it'll be worse going back? I feel like coming this way is easier. I do, too. I'm sure it'll be worse going back. But the fact that a not even two-year-old kid who has serious sleep issues is sleeping through the night at the right time is just incredible to me. I don't know how it's happening, but I just want it to keep happening. So I did have the chance to talk with Katie from the show. And uh, let's listen to the interview. Okay, uh, my name is Katie Sewell. I am a longtime public radio producer. I, my longest running job was um, as the senior producer of a show in Seattle called Weekday. It was a two-hour daily morning show. And I was the senior producer of that for nine years. Um, and prior to that, I worked on another show in Seattle called The Conversation. Uh, and then I also did a stint with Radio Lab and with Prairie Home Companion. So I've done... Uh, public radio for years, and as far as podcasting is concerned, I haven't calculated it out for you, but I think I've been uh, co-hosting and producing The Bittersweet Life for about three years now. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, so it's been, I don't know, is that almost two decades in radio, somewhere along there? (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. So, I mean, how did you first get into doing radio, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, Yeah, no, not at all. Um, It's interesting. Because you can always trace a line, a path of how you ended up somewhere in hindsight. Uh, But it wasn't like an actual goal that I set out to do where I grew up and I thought, when I get old enough, I'm going to work in radio. Um, 
but I always had a deep love for radio. I got, I loved talk radio when I was a teenager, and then I fell in love with the golden age of radio drama in my 20s. Mm, okay. And, but I planned on being a writer. That was my goal in college, was writing. And so when I um, got out of college, after putzing around for a bit, I finally decided that I should probably pursue a real job, and I applied for two internships at the time. One of them was writing for a magazine, and the other one was working for KUOW Public Radio in Seattle. Okay. And KUOW uh, happened to call me first and gave me the job first. Uh, later on, the magazine uh, offered me a job, but I said, well, when I get done with this internship at KUOW, I'll give you a ring. But on that first day at the radio station, I thought, I am not leaving here until these people give me a job. And That's awesome. two years later, they finally did. <laughs> so. <laughs> so at what point did you decide to create The Bittersweet Life and try to start that all up? So The Bittersweet Life came about, uh, I took a year off and moved to Rome. And uh, my husband got a fellowship to study there. It wasn't like I was a real risk taker, uh, you know, when I thought I was going to leave my longtime job and um, right. move overseas. But it did seem like a once in a lifetime opportunity. And I had wanted to uh, try creating a podcast as an experiment. Uh, and so when I moved over there, I had it in mind that maybe part of what I did over there would be create a podcast. Mm, okay. um, and what I wanted to do was something that had that um, aesthetic in of public radio where it was, you know, not super crass and, you know, was thought provoking. But I also really wanted it to be uh, conversational and I wanted to um, have it be very personal, which after years in public radio where you're kind of taught to keep your personality out of it um, a little bit in a lot of cases, uh, it was a challenge to learn to speak openly about what I was actually thinking and feeling and going through. Right. So, yeah, when I got to, um, so when I got to Rome, I didn't do anything for about six months. And then finally, one time I was sitting at coffee with my friend and now co-host of the show, Tiffany Park. And I said, hey, I want to try this experiment of making a podcast about all the struggles I'm going through here, kind of a short-term expat, long-term expat perspective and I was wondering if you wanted to co-host it with me as the long-term perspective and she agreed and I think all along the way we kind of just thought it would be a show we did while I was in Rome and um, you know just see where it went and then it would be over <laughs> when I got home it went back to work and uh, it turned out that it caught on enough that we felt like it wasn't uh, it wasn't time to kill it it wasn't time to kill it off and so we've kept it going ever since then so and, it's, and the audience has expanded for it in different ways that I wasn't expecting. Like, I thought it was going to be a show for expats, brand new expats, and ones who had been living overseas for a long time. That was our, our main goal. But then we, along the way, picked up um, people who went through the struggles like I did of repatriating and how hard that was. And, uh, and we've also picked up a whole bunch of people that are just dreaming of changing their life in some way. And it's not necessarily travel. They're just trying to figure out what they want out of life. And I think that we weren't necessarily expecting that that was a group we were going to right. contact, you know, but it's been great. That's Because so I think that's where I'm at now. I'm trying to figure out what's next in my life, too. So sure, it makes sense. sure. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about uh, Tiffany and how did you guys exactly <laughs> meet? <laughs> yeah, Tiffany and I met on the school bus in the sixth grade. Oh, wow, and, okay. Yeah, she... Um, 
she came up she came up to me and said hi can I sit here and I said okay and after that we maintained a friendship um we actually ended up not going to the same school she went to a private school so we maintained a friendship by being in theater together we were in a lot of plays together okay and then uh she moved overseas like uh I mean she was one of my friends from high school that moved away pretty quickly like she immediately moved um, she moved to Boston, and then she lived in Montreal and Canada for a while, and then eventually she uh, came home and said, I'm going to move to Rome, and I'm not planning on coming back, and she moved to Rome. I think she's been there about 12 or 13 years now. Wow. Uh, yeah, and and she was one of those just scrappy people who had this dream of living in Rome, and she was going to figure out how to make it happen. She didn't have a bigger plan than that. She didn't have a job. She didn't have a visa nothing she just sort of went and was like i'm gonna figure it out and now she's married to an italian she's got a writing job there and you know she's over time figured it all out but, that's fantastic so, so <clears throat> describe like describe rome to me how how awesome was it to be over there oh rome is an amazing place to live <laughs> i you know i thought it would be a quieter more reflective year rome is a really loud city Gotcha. <laughs> I, I was thinking it would be like a break from my ears after working in a radio station for for years, and I think more hearing damage happened in my time in Rome. But <laughs> I, but I, I also didn't have an agenda while I was there, so I spent most days wandering the city, exploring whatever it is I encountered. Right. And it's it's a big sprawling city, but the historic center is actually pretty tight, and so you can walk it feels kind of like a smaller city than it is. Mm -hmm. And so, but it's full of galleries and uh, amazing food and everything that everybody has ever said. Palaces. Um, of course, it's the heart of the Catholic Church, so it totally gives you a different perspective on religion when you're there. Um, and you have this opportunity to encounter whatever it is that, whatever latent passions you have, I think, if you give yourself the opportunity so when I went there, for instance, I didn't have any interest whatsoever in visual art. I always was interested in audio art. I loved to read, but I never went to see paintings. That wasn't the right. thing I did. <laughs> and, and just by being there over time, I discovered that I really did like that, that visual art was suddenly very important to me. And uh, who would have known? I think, uh, you know, Tiffany once said that, you can, if you give yourself the space when you go to Rome, you can discover any, any passion that you didn't know that you had because there's so much there uh, to, to discover. And it is true what they say that you could spend your entire lifetime there and still encounter new things. It's just, I mean, human history goes back there so far that how could you possibly uncover it all? Right. You know, in a right. year or even in a lifetime. Well, you've obviously had some success considering you've done a lot of episodes. Um, how's yeah. that experience been, just doing it and talking with all these people? Um, it's been pretty inspiring. I mean, it's also grueling. I think the thing that people don't think of when they say, I'm going to start a podcast, is you don't necessarily realize how much work it's going to be. Right, yeah. Um, you think, like, oh, if I'm just conversing with a friend, that's going to take a half an hour. But it really does take up a lot of time. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same point, I think... There's been so many unexpected things that have come from it. I, I've certainly met people that I never would have met otherwise. You know, like, uh, just even people who are just listeners, who have right. become sort of a part of our lives. Um, 
that, you know, they lived in the UK or they live in Croatia or, you know, they, they live in San Francisco and I would have never met them, you know, otherwise. And now I find them to be very inspiring people uh, that are a part of my life now. That's awesome. And yeah, and I wouldn't have expected that. And just sort of the, it, it's funny because I, I never thought I would be a person who would be, uh, you know, someone who is inspiring others to take risks because I think I, I, when I make changes, I think very long and hard about it and I'm not <laughs> like a fly by the seat of my pants kind of person. And so, um, it's been unexpected to both be inspiring people to examine their own lives in a different way, but, um, also just how having these ongoing conversations about all these difficulties of identity and what home is and how we make our lives, um, have just, I don't know, it's kept me thinking about where I'm heading. Mm -hmm. And I think that my life is much richer because of it. I, you know, if I hadn't been talking about this for three years, uh, I might not be making the choices and the changes I do, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Like for instance, I just quit, I just quit a job with, uh, uh, with, you know, very little plan. And I don't know that I would have done that before, but I feel like it's going to be okay. Right, right. Boom! I hope you just found your favorite new podcast. Check out tomorrow's show for another podcast and maybe another favorite. But for now, this is going to do it for me on Podcast of the Day. I hope you enjoyed, and I'll catch you right back here tomorrow.